Uh, we'll start with questions from commissioners. No question. Okay, we'll start down here. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you, Chair. Uh, thank you for that report, Riley. Um, somebody on your staff was nice enough to give us a heads up for the city of Scotts Valley that you will be doing what you just described, coming before our city to explain and promote this project. Um, as kind of a preview, what are you going to say to Scotts Valley and for that matter, um, San Lorenzo Valley and how this actually helps District 5? Right. Uh, so you're, you're mentioning that obviously the branch line doesn't go through Scotts Valley, doesn't go through um, Highway 9. Um, so it doesn't have a direct benefit to um, users that would travel from um, SLV, the, the, the valley, or from, um, from Scotts Valley. Obviously, there will be benefit to those who would come down into um, Santa Cruz, Capitola, Watsonville to use um, the, the passenger rail service if they want to connect um, from one of those locations to other areas along the branch line. There's also um, the passenger rail service is intended to connect to the, uh, the California State Rail Network to provide inner city travel options. Um, from any of those stations to th um, areas throughout California. Um, so if you wanted to travel to Sacramento, wanted to travel to um, somewhere on the Central Coast, um, even L.A., you could connect to the, the network that way. You could ride the bus down to Santa Cruz, get the station to the station there and connect to the, um, the state rail network. Um, so there's going to be those benefits for the, the users, for the, for the residents of um, Scotts Valley and, and San Lorenzo Valley. Sarah, did you want to add? I would just add that um, our approach to getting input on the project is inclusive to not just the areas that the project goes through. So um, we will be soliciting input from uh, all all the jurisdictions in the county, including Scotts Valley. So. Okay. And I would add that also there's the, the, the trail. So the project is not only the passenger rail service, but also the, the trail um, the coastal rail trail. So by providing the uh, missing linkages on that continuous network, um, there's options for, for residents as well. All right, thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, Commissioner Jenny Johnson. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you for the um, report. Could you please um, unpack a little bit and speak to how this concept report relates to the full EIR if we were able to find funding for the full EIR eventually? Um, in, in particular, um, what are you doing in this concept report that will actually benefit that EIR? Is a part of that EIR something you don't have to redo if you go and find the $20 million for the EIR? That kind of thing. Right. Thank you. So the project concept report is a part of the environmental documentation process. Um, this early phase, um, it, was, it was task one of four of the environmental document. So we're taking this first phase of the work um, to go through these early concepts, to look at the alignment alternatives that we have on the branch line, to take public input on those alignment options and the different vehicle types, refine those down um, to a concept that would then go through the environmental document um, through to the end of the EIR process. Um, and um, 
lost my train of thought there, but did you want to add? Uh, it's just we're doing a little bit of legwork early to um, better scope the project from an operational and infrastructure standpoint, and that's going to give us a really good foot to stand on, um, you know, when we fully fund and move into the EIR uh, preparation. Yeah, thank you for those answers. Um, uh, my vague recollection of prior conversations with the team here, the RTC team, is that we will have um, a, enough of the project scoped where we'll have better and more definitive answers regarding costs, both in building and operating the system, um, better and more definitive um, visions of some of the challenges we have along the rail line in terms of um, possible eminent domain, that kind of thing. We, we don't own the entire rail line, we know that, and other kinds of physical challenges that will have cost to them. So I just want to confirm that that's what we, we can expect when we get the concept report back, that we're going to have a, a much better foundation for making of some good decisions moving forward and spending more resources moving forward. Right. So the yeah, the intent of the concept report is to answer a lot of those questions, um, so that when we get to um, the end of the concept report, there's information for commission um, and the community to determine is it uh, what it is that the community wants to achieve and how achievable is that? What are the constraints that we have on the corridor? What are the impacts? Um, what are the um, you know, the, the holdups to moving the project forward. Obviously, it's not going to address all of them because that's what the environmental document phase does, but it gives us a lot better idea of what it is that we're going to be looking at so that um, as we step into the environmental documentation, we are um, much more aware. Yeah, well, I think that's important. Just one couple more comments, and then I won't um, take the floor up anymore. Um, I think up to this point with the four prior studies, we have gotten um, enough data and enough information where who, who, however you land in the community and on this commission on the feasibility of this project, that those, those numbers and those parameters have been argued depending on your point of view. And what I'm really looking forward to, and I know Commissioner McPherson is, um, is a concept report that really allows us to, to, to discuss the facts so that we have factual non-argumentative information that is going to allow us to make a good decision moving forward. And that's what I'm hoping we're going to get. That's what you're, I'm hearing you say. And I'm hoping that that's what we end up with. So thanks very much for your time. Welcome. Thank you. Additional commissioner questions? Commissioner Schifrin. Just a short clarification. Um, you mentioned the project development team and that it was going to include, that it included representatives from the cities. But you didn't mention the county of Santa Cruz. Is county staff on that committee as well? Yes, that was an oversight. Yes, the county is definitely involved. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. I would just clarify one thing about Project in Need. Project in Need is a, a concept under the National Environmental Policy Act, uh, not CEQA. The similar thing under CEQA is a project description, and it might be helpful to think about what this process is doing is defining the project. And the project description will be the element of the CEQA document. The purpose and need will be the first element of the 
any NEPA document that. So there, the concept, the um, the words can be a little confusing, but um, I think that uh, we tend to be more familiar with the sequel words. And I think thinking of what this whole process is doing is really uh, sort of expanding on the, the definition of a project description to, to look at not just uh, what the project is in terms of what it's, a, you know, then can look at the effects on the environment, but what the cost and feasibility issues are as well. Thank you. Yes, go ahead. All right, thank you. Um, thank you, Mr. Gabrand, for the presentation. Uh, it's, a, it's a definitely a beautiful vision that's laid out in the uh, initial statement that you shared with us and the presentation that you shared and, of course, the, the much work that this commission has done before. Um, I think we should we have to keep in mind that, in general, people choose how they're going to get from point A to point B based on one of three things. What's going to get me there the fastest? what's going to get me there the cheapest, or what's going to be the most convenient. And I see um, some initial effort to outline that in this um, purpose statement. Um, I think what I would like to see ultimately, if I, either directly in this statement or um, I, the question part of, of what I'm getting at here is, is it going to be defined somewhere else in the document? Um, but just is more specificity. Right, so I mean, it's great to say we need to increase transit travel times between. I think the specificity is, you know, between the city of Watsonville and Santa Cruz, or the city of Capitola and Santa Cruz. It's great to say that. What are the transit travel times now? Right, I mean, I look at my phone. It says I can get from here to 701 Ocean Street in an hour and 15 minutes, uh, and that's of course including the walking time and the wait time. Um, I think we need to outline that level of specificity because it'll tell us whether or not we've actually designed a successful solution that meets the goals. If the travel time on the train is going to be an hour and 30 minutes, well, we haven't actually improved transit travel times, if I can currently get there on the bus in an hour and 15. Um, same thing with cost. I, mean, I think it was good to mention that in the document that we ultimately want to reduce the cost burden for households of transportation. It'd be good to understand, well, what is the average cost people are paying now, and uh, are we actually going to be able to reduce those? So, you know, again, we have to design a successful solution. If someone is only, or a household is only paying $250 per month to maintain an extra vehicle, but it's going to cost $300 for someone to ride the train every day to their work, then we haven't designed a successful solution. So that level of specificity is going to be necessary to make sure that uh, when we have something, uh, we know it's actually going to be of value to the community. Um, and I think it will also be necessary to have that uh, level of specificity because ultimately, if this work is successful, we're going to have to turn it into a marketing campaign to get the community to back some kind of funding measure to pay for it. And uh, the more we can say, you know, hey, this is going to knock 30 minutes off your daily commute or it's going to save you on average $100 a month on uh, transportation costs, those would all be great selling points, assuming we can achieve them. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, please. Questions. Can you hear me? No, we can't. That wasn't one of my questions. Uh, <laughs> my first question is the title is still includes the rail, the word rail. Does that preclude us from discovering other kinds of ZEV and whether or not they'd be applicable for the project? What's ZEV? Zero emission vehicles. I don't know the answer to that question. I would say that at this point we're moving forward with the with the concept report building off of the uh, transit corridor alternatives analysis, and I would 
um, the the transit corridor alternatives analysis looked at uh, different modes. Um, that was the whole, really the purpose of that, um, and so we're we're moving forward with the uh, locally preferred alternative from that uh, planning effort. So, which is, so I understand yeah, it's locally correct. preferred, but going back to Supervisor Koenig, we got to ground it in reality. And if we're going to invite flyways here to present to us, is it going to be a waste of time, or are they going to be coming to an audience that's willing to integrate their information into our future solutions? Thank you for that uh, input. Um, I think we're all we're all ears here, so uh, this is just the beginning of the process. And um, you know, staff's been pretty adaptable over the years, so we will continue to do so. And then, so my second question: um, the word constraint appeared on slide two, and it never appeared again. And so, in the public forum and other conversations, is the word constraint going to come up? Because what we've seen in the time I've been on the RTC, people get very excited, like my kids before Christmas when they generate their Christmas list. But then we sit down with them and say, hey, mom and dad have a budget, the Christmas list shrinks. So will the word constraint be part of the public dialogue as we go forward? The constraints of the, of the branch line? In your second slide, you articulated in the purpose, amongst the goals were understand the constraints. Correct. Will that word be reappearing as we engage the public? For sure, yeah. There's constraints on the corridor. There's constraints on the project. Um, we are going to be discussing that with the community and receiving input. And I don't want to be difficult, but getting everyone excited about a blue sky, infinite budget project isn't going to do any of us any good. And I wanted to reiterate what Sarah said, too. One of the main things of the project development team, in answer to your first question, is we definitely are here to hear. Um, we've been you know, tasked with this project to look at this concept of a project to identify in these uh, early on what are the constraints, what are the needs, look at what we have and how do we get to that vision. Um, that will you know, probably change over the course of the project um, as we encounter those constraints and difficulties and we'll work together with the commission and with the community members to, to work through that to get to something that um, the community supports and the commission, commission supports. Appreciate it, and I'm really looking forward to this process. Commissioner Rutkin. We're in the process of developing a alternative that will make it easier to get around the county and all the other benefits that Mondo Coney talked about. Um, <clears throat> It's possible that we'll get pretty far into this process and discover either it's too expensive or it doesn't provide the benefits, or that Glideways has a better alternative that'll throw two-thirds of what we've done out and <clears throat> wonder why we were doing it. But I, don't, I think this commission made the right decision to proceed in studying rail as an option, figuring out where the sidings have to go, where the stations are going to happen, how does the, the train have to be realigned? What, are the, what will that cost in the way of procuring additional right-of-way if we need it? And proceed on that path in the hopes that we're not just, you know, doing something totally silly. I mean, it makes sense to move in this direction. Something could certainly come along that would persuade us that this has not been 
the best way to go, and that we really should have been looking at. And I don't think the, the Glideways proposal doesn't. It's not exactly rail; it runs on, but it's it's like it's kind of like rail. It's got it's a fixed route, let's say, system, but it's more like a hangs from stuff, or it runs on the side of something. Um, but I don't think we have any choice but to proceed in seriously studying this and getting what uh, Jenny was talking about as far as options. What, are, what will the cost be? What are the constraints, as, as Robert's talking about them? Those are critical things to find out. And people are, I think, appropriately, some of them skeptical about whether this is all going to work out. Some of us are excited. We're welcome to that range of possibilities here. But I think we're moving in the right direction. Frankly, this first step doesn't give us very much. It's very abstract and vague. Let's, let's get started. We were re repeating what we've been talking about for five years now, at least. So it, it's not a meeting where let's get at it because there's total controversy in it. No, we, we, want, we want something like this, meeting these kinds of goals. This is the purpose of the project and so forth. So if we're sitting here thinking this, is gonna, this first step it's going to clarify all these things. No, it's not. It's the first step of defining what, the, what we're up to. The later steps get very real when you start to figure out, well, where would the sidings go and do we have the right of way or what would we have to knock out of the way to make the, side, the, the three sidings for a two-way traffic thing to work? There's a lot of stuff ahead of us. But I think we're on the right path to study that and get some real answers that allow reasonable people to say, no, it's too expensive or no. It's expensive, but we can we can make it happen, and et cetera. Yeah, and we'll definitely be engaging with your commission as those nuts and bolts come through, and we get to talk about those um, specific things. So we'll be coming to you guys frequently um, to present those to you and get your input and feedback. Thank you. Any other commissioner questions? I just have a, a couple brief questions. So the first is your slide mentioned in your next steps. Uh, that the draft concept report and next steps for project development would be expected in winter 25. I'm assuming that's like January of 25, not December of 25. Is that correct? So the, the draft um, is going to be coming, I think, at the end of 2024. Okay, so it is, it's winter of this year slash early next then year, not the, late winter 25. Yeah. And okay. then the, the, the final concept report gets um, finalized over the, over the winter, basically, and then we finish it in the spring. Okay, perfect. Um, okay, I think that was the, the main question I had just to make sure that everyone knows when to expect um, that project concept report coming, although I do want to, you know, stress, of course, Glideways is welcome to come present, and I think it's important for us as a commission to receive information on emerging technologies. This project update is on the passenger rail and trail project, and so the idea, I would caution us from assuming that we can turn the passenger rail and trail project into a different project, because in that case, it's a different project. We'd have a different report. Um, so the idea of putting um, and alternatives within the rail and trail project report doesn't doesn't make sense to me. And as um, Ms. Christensen mentioned, that alternatives analysis was already done. So any other um, options for us as a county, I think certainly um, we should know about um, not necessarily alternatives, but all of our options. Um, but I, I do think that it's important for us to realize that this is a report on this specific project and that's what we are considering. Um, if there's no additional questions, then we uh, will open it up to public comment at this Great. time. Thank you.